time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. You can find us online as well at roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, hope you had a great week and uh, looking forward to another show with you today. Absolutely, Walter. I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. Well, it should be a good one. We're going to be talking about where your financial knowledge comes from on today's show. And kind of an interesting question for maybe all of us to ponder a little bit. You know, have you ever stopped to think about where maybe your journey of learning all that you have learned about money and finances, where it originated, how it's shaped now? You know, did your parents shape your financial views most heavily, or do you rely a little bit more on watching TV or maybe a radio expert like a Dave Ramsey or something like that that has really influenced you? Or did you just learn everything from a book or maybe by Googling things? It'll be kind of a fun little exploration on today's show. So as we go through, Glenn, I want to hear from you of like just, you know, your own personal opinion on these things, but also if there's anything that we can relate from, you know, a lot of the people that you work with on a daily basis, your clients, kind of maybe how they would answer these questions a little bit as well. What, what would the average person say to some of these things? So it should be kind of fun to explore a little bit. And uh, since we're hosting a show, why don't we start there with kind of the, the media world? Are there any celebrity financial folks that you enjoy following, you know, the Dave Ramseys or Susie Ormans or Crazy Kramer uh, picking the stocks and that kind of thing? Are, are there any that you follow or have you ever picked up any good advice from the folks that are in that arena? Well, well, Walter, I, I really wouldn't say I would follow them. I mean, what I, what I would say is, is, I mean, they always have some interesting things to say and they, and there, and there are some valuable nuggets there. You know, the biggest challenge is, is that, they're in an entertainment kind of a scenario and they're trying to, you know, appeal to a really mass audience. And so it's, it ends up being more of a, a one size fits all and inside the, the, the packaging of, of an entertainment type of show. So it's um, there's some very good stuff there, you know, in, in terms of. Uh, in terms of some you know, basics about, you know, maybe, you know, like Susie Orman, I mean, she talks, you know, quite a bit about, you know, making sure that you have all your stuff together as far as your estate goes and your documents and that kind of thing. Ramsey is really good at, um, at you know, at trying to tackle debt and, you know, and different things. And and so there are some good pieces there, you know, but, you know, sometimes the, the global statements of, well, nobody should do this and everybody should do that. You got to be careful with those, you know, everybody's and nobody's and never and always and those kinds of things, because there's always exceptions to that. And again, they're always looking to appeal to that mass mass audience. And typically, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of that advice really, you know, is is designed to go to to folks who are really kind of starting off and trying to get some money saved and whatnot. And typically, if you've saved some money and and and, and so forth, you start your strategies need to get a little bit more nuanced, particularly as you're moving more and more towards retirement. So it's just like it's not a, not not a bad thing, but it's but it's you, you can't just you know take it hook line and sinker. You got to take everything with a grain of salt and realize that you know it's 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 not a one size fits all, and your situation's different than other people's. You know, albeit there might be you know there might not be huge differences, but yet at the same time, the small things make the big difference. You with me, Walter? I'm with you. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense and, and is helpful. And so, you know, it's just it's one area where people do certainly turn to, I guess, kind of on the TV. Maybe better if we go to the book world, right? Like uh, it's always better to, to go read than watch watch TV or something like that. So any any financial books that you've read over the years that have helped shape your financial views or any that you'd recommend to listeners? 
there's a couple of books that I think are really worthwhile, um, you know, and, and they, they go into more depth about, you know, retirement funds and planning for retirement and how to position things and different types of diversification. You know, uh, one is, is the, um, the Retirement Savings Bomb by Ed Slott. Now, that book he wrote years and years ago, and he's updated it you know, several different times throughout the years. He just updated it you know, about a year ago. And I mean, it's phenomenal in terms of talking about, you know, um, the taxation and, you know, and how to position your, you know, your qualified plans, i.e. your 401k, your IRAs and the things to be careful about, you know, and, the, and you know, and looking at the overall, you know, state of the, you know, of not only the economy, just but just the, in terms of the government and the debt and so forth and, and where the tax structure is. He's a CPA that for folks that, that aren't familiar with Ed Slot, he's a CPA that has really spent his entire career, you know, working on a specialty of IRAs, 401ks, pre-tax dollars and retirement plans. And he has, a, you know, an elite group of advisors that I, you know, that I've been privileged to be able to work with over the years. And, you know, he, you know, we, we, we come in, you know, a couple times a year, although with COVID we've had to do it remotely, but, but, you know, but we, you know, it's, it's a real, you know, immersion of, you know, what's going on, you know, in the, in the world of, you know, of taxes and, you know, and, and, and how different plans work and strategies and, you know, and, and bringing in estate planning attorneys and all of that. So I really recommend that book as well as, you know, the, the power of zero is, is, you know, just kind of a classic as far as the, you know, the way to think in terms of, you know, positioning for retirement and realizing that, you know, your retirement assets, you know, if they're not positioned properly, and, and again, everybody's situation is different, but you could end up having excess taxation. And that, that's not really necessary if you look to position things, you know, strategically and, you know, and, and make sure that you're, and you're not a kind of a one size fits all, you know, position and, and make sure that everything that you're doing in your preparation and as you as you move into retirement, that you're cognizant of the of the risks that come about that, that are different in retirement than they were in the accumulation years. So I would really I would really, you know, encourage folks to take a look at those books and, you know, and, and try to take some nuggets from there because there's 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 tons of it. And it's it's very, very valuable information as far as I'm concerned. Definitely some great resources that you mentioned there. And uh, again, uh, David McKnight, Power of Zero, and uh, pretty much anything Ed Slot has done, he's sort of the uh, the rock star of the IRA world, right, Glenn? Absolutely. Well, he, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he, he is, you know, like I say, he spent decades, you know, focused in and, you know, and, and, you know, you'll see him, you'll see him do PBS specials. He's on the, he's on the financial networks being interviewed, you know, from time to time. And, you know, there, there's, I can't say enough good things about what Ed does. Very good. All right. So we've got some good resources there to turn to. Let's focus more personal, Glenn. Uh, how much did maybe your parents or other family members influence your views on money and investing or retirement planning, anything like that? Yeah. Well, Walter, I mean, I'd have to say, I mean, my folks, you know, was very, very, I, I mean, they made a big impact, you know, in, in terms of growing up. They, they taught lots of good lessons. Um, I was very, very fortunate to grow up in the household that I did. And, you know, and, and so it, it, I can't even think about how, you know, how I would think about money if it wasn't for them, because all, all of those, those, those foundational views, you know, were, were built all along the way and, you know, in growing up and, you know, and even in, you know, in, in adulthood, you know, coming through and then, then, my, then when my father passed away and working with my mother, 
and then it's just how everything you know was you know was was done and planned and you know and so forth. It, it it's really is really you know been a great foundation for me in terms of how I how I can work with folks and you know and and you know I I feel that that it was you know I, I was I was just very lucky. I had exposure to lots of things and and uh, in terms of you know planning and taxes and and, and a variety of uh, you know of uh, just learning environment that, that that was always there for me. So. Without that, I don't know where I would be, but I, I know where I am, and and it's it's just it's been it's been a powerful experience, and you know, and I, and I'm really grateful because I feel like I can help people with the background that I had. Yeah, I was very fortunate to have a uh, grandmother who um, and ended up going to school very late in life and became the vice president of a bank. Um, uh, again, late in life is her like first true job, uh, which was pretty cool. And she instilled in me from a very, very young age the importance of saving for retirement and uh, saving for your future and uh, would always quiz us grandkids on those things. It would make made sure to teach us really good math and uh, made sure we were investing and saving even as uh, <laughs> even before our teens, really when we were in single digits as grandkids. Yeah. It was something she was talking about and instilling in, in us from a very early age, which was kind of neat. So. Those are very valuable relationships, obviously, and something that um, you know can influence us, good or bad, though. And that, unfortunately, a lot of people have had the bad influence of you know witnessing how maybe parents or people in their family handle money. But we can learn from the good and the bad, of course, as well. All right. Speaking of relationships, let's go to the professional side. Uh, what professional relationships do you most appreciate for how they help you, or are there some professional relationships that help you help your clients better? Well, yeah, Walter. I mean, I, I'm very fortunate in that in the arrangement we have here at the office. You know, I mean, I with my practice and how and how I you know I work with with clients and folks. We we have a CPA in house. You know, who who prepares taxes and we you know and we do a lot of you know tax aware planning and you know we we talk things through with clients and he and I you know you know talk about different things and how you know sometimes laws change and what what's what's anticipated coming forward. You know, that's a very valuable relationship. Here in the same office with me, you know, we, you know, we have an elder law attorney who, you know, who specializes not only in elder law but estate planning, and so, you know, you know, there's a, a lot of my clients that are also his clients, and then we also have a couple of guys here that uh, that really specialize in Medicare, you know, and and um, you know, and helping people make the right choices in terms of Medicare you know, advantage plans or Medicare supplements and kind of walk through all the different scenarios and what's going to be the best fit and, and so forth. So we're very kind of fortunate under one roof. We have all these all these folks that, that, that you know, can really help and work as a team, you know, in many ways to help, um, you know, my clients and as well as their clients. And they, you know, a lot of, like I say, a lot of it is, you know, is they're, they're, you know, we're all, you know, we, we work, to, you know, a lot, a lot of time together. And, and um, so my clients are a lot of times their clients and vice versa. So it, uh, it's, it's very helpful. And, and I know folks appreciate it. Well, as we uh, continue to have this conversation about where financial knowledge comes from and, and how it shapes us, really, I think another really interesting uh, kind of point or factor to maybe bring up in this, Glenn, is to talk about advancements in technology. Because, yeah, we've got inputs from, from real people these days and, uh, and, and used to when we were growing up, maybe from personal relationships. But at the end of the day, our culture and uh, our world is moving at 100 miles an hour in terms of technology. And do you think that the advancements that we've seen in technology are helping or hurting our financial literacy? Because, you know, we can Google any question 
and in right. seconds invest our life savings in the click of a button. I mean, it's kind of scary how almost easy it is to invest you know, everything you've ever saved in your entire life these days. So it kind of seems right. like a double-edged sword to have both this amazing access, but also almost too easy sometimes. Well, you know, you ask, does it help or does it hurt? And I say, yes. <laughs> right. Because as you say, it is a double edged sword. Right. I mean, it, 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 there's a ton of information out there, but there's also a ton of opinion. And sometimes it's hard to kind of sort through it all. And then it's also hard to sort through. Well, even if it's factual, it's like, well, does this really apply to your situation? You know, and, you know, or, or, or is there something more nuanced that you need to take into account in your particular you know, in your particular way that your your finances are, or where you are in life, you know, whether you're, you know, whether you're, you know, right in retirement or getting ready to retire, or maybe you're, you know, early in your saving years. There's you know, different strategies for different times, and so yeah, it's it's. Um, I can't ever say that it's a bad thing to have more information, but it's just. But then you also have to be very vigilant about, you know, you know, to whom are you listening and, and making sure that it really applies to you. And, and then where it comes into play a lot of times, I think, is, is the idea of getting, you know, you know, maybe a second opinion or, or, or maybe more or, you know, getting a collaborative opinion of, you know, it's like we were talking about before, you know, in terms of, you know, well, how does this apply to, you know, you and your and your financial life? You know, what do the taxes look like, you know, bringing a, you know, a tax professional in? You know, all the different connections is, you know, particularly when, we, when we're talking about retirement, you know, so many things change, right? You, you know, you move from being, you know, being a saver and you work and, you know, you're getting your paycheck from, you know, from your from either your business profits or or your, you know, from your wages at your job and so forth. And then you change over and you start collecting Social Security and then you, you start, you know, pulling money from your from your retirement plans or pensions. And, you know, and you move from, you know, like the, the company health plan to Medicare and, you know, you have to really start thinking about, you know, what risks do you now have? You know, what kind of a legacy do you want to leave? And so all of those things, everybody's, you know, going to face all of those things, but everybody's situation's a bit different. And you and you kind of want to, you know, maybe get a little bit of, you know, a, a little bit of all of it. Right. You know, you, you know, probably not a bad thing to, you know, to go out there and search out some things. But I think, you know, you, utilizing Google like that and, and the Internet like that, Sometimes rather than trying to find answers there, I think sometimes the best thing to do is to is to try to find you know the right questions and you know educate yourself around a, you know a, you know a, a number of things and then and then really just try to you know chunk down into the details you know and and that's where you work with the with the with the professionals that can really help you you know refine the what's the right strategy for you in your situation and I think use that way you know it it's it, it can be far more powerful you know, then, you know, because then, you know, when you're asking good questions, you get, you know, you'll tend to get better, you'll tend to get better answers and better dialogue. And, and, and that, that leads to better decisions, you know, versus, you know, just kind of, you know, you're out there and you don't really know what to do or, or what to ask, but it's very dangerous to just, you know, you know, pull something up, up on a, on a search and say, oh, okay, well, there's the answer. Cause it's normally there's, there's more to it. Does that make sense, Walter? That all makes sense, Glenn. Yep. Very helpful. I think this whole conversation has been helpful. And uh, hopefully as we've been going through these questions and you've been listening, you've been able to kind of ask yourself these questions and see how it shapes your view of money and finances and retirement. And uh, you might notice some spots where maybe you did, weren't getting the best education or you were following the wrong advice or you were picking up on uh, you know, n- negative illustrations of, of how to act financially, maybe from loved ones. Um, or you've realized, hey, there's some people I really value uh, you know, getting financial knowledge from this person. 
Uh, Glenn, on that professional relationship question, I'd say you. It's been great getting financial information from you over the uh, you know years that we've been able to do this show and the knowledge that you've dispensed on on these episodes. And so, you know, all these little things add up and make a big difference. So I appreciate that from you. And uh, hopefully if you have any questions about something we've talked about on today's show or any other episodes, you feel comfortable reaching out to Glenn, ask him any questions that you have about money and finances. You can call 336-291. 3535. He can meet with you from anywhere, but especially if you're in the Greensboro area, there's an office on Mears Chapel Road. However you're comfortable saying hello and meeting, please reach out. 336-291-3535 or go online to roadmapfinancial.com if you want to get in touch through the website. Glenn, thanks for the help on the show today. Really appreciate it. And we'll look forward to another fun episode with you next time. Fantastic, Walter. Take care. You as well. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast.